This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the MLB Extras Cleveland Indians podcast. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz. Joined by Mandy Bell, MLB.com's new Indians beat reporter going into the 2019 season. Mandy, welcome aboard. Congratulations on the new gig. Um, what are your thoughts? What, you know, it's, it's kind of like a post game. You know, how do you feel? I'm asking you, how do you feel about your new gig covering the Cleveland Indians? Well, thank you, first of all. I'm, I'm really, really excited. Uh, I've been an intern for the last two years with MLB.com, so I I've been here for a little bit, um, had no idea that uh, being on a beat would be even an opportunity. So to be able to have this straight off the internship, uh, straight out of school, this is incredible. It's like a dream come true. So I'm, I'm really, really excited. Yeah, for those who don't know, so we have an internship program at MLB.com and Mandy's one of our young stars, you know, and I was thinking, um, Mandy, you, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a big Bruce Springsteen fan. It might come up a time or two uh, in our time working together uh, in Cleveland, but um, he, he was talking on his Springsteen on Broadway special about how when you're young, you have this blank page, you know, and, and, and just daring you to, to write on it. And you're kind of in that that situation. You had a lot of opportunities or a lot of moving parts uh, this winter uh, at MLB.com. A lot of ways this could have gone. What do you like? What, what attracts you to the Cleveland Indians job uh, at a really interesting juncture for this ball club? Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting time. There's a there's a lot of turnover right now. Um, yeah. So I thought it would be it would be a cool time to hop in at this point. Um, a lot of people, whenever I was out in Vegas, were were telling me on the beat that that it it could be a completely different team next year than than what they've been used to seeing. So getting adjusted at this point might be a little bit easier than hopping into something that was uh, intact for a while. Uh, but I th- I think it'll be a, a a fun team to hop into, and the pieces that are returning seem like great people to work with yeah definitely and boy yeah you've been thrown right in the fire in the last few weeks in the last three weeks the Indians have made three trades and uh you know as I wrote on our site you know two of them were very clearly uh negatives from the major league roster standpoint by that it meaning the Jan Gomes trade uh to the Nationals and the Yonder Alonso trade to the White Sox those subtracted from the major league roster there's no getting around that and uh the third trade is probably more debatable but it was it was made in the same vein as trying to move some money around. And that was the deal, the three-team deal that came down right at the end of the winter meetings, probably as you were uh, getting ready to board a flight, Mandy. Uh, they, they make a three-team deal with the Mariners and the Rays at that point and uh, move Edwin Encarnacion to Seattle, move Yandy Diaz to Tampa Bay, and they bring in Jake Bowers uh, from the Rays and old friend Carlos Santana. So that deal, as I say, is, is probably more debatable as, as far as what it means for the present-day roster. It definitely saves some cash uh, in the present term, and then they take on some money for 2020. Um, and I think it has merits from a baseball perspective, quite frankly. Bowers was a top 100 prospect a year ago and, uh, you know, could fit them positionally now with with Alonzo on the move, and they saved some money there, and he could be kind of a, a younger, cheaper version of Alonzo uh, with a high on base and, and probably some power potential as he moves forward. And then Santana, we know what he brings to the table in Cleveland, switch hitter, um, adds that, that presence to the lineup, and 
you know, Edwin Encarnacion, as he ages, uh, the strikeouts have gone up uh, and the power production is still there, but you, you take more strikeouts to go with it. So Santana might be more a complete bat at this stage of his career. But um, Mandy, I'm, I'm just generally curious what happens next now, because they have saved somewhere in the realm of 18, 20 million dollars off the 2019 payroll. And I'm I'm, con- I'm considering this phase one of the offseason. I'll be very curious to see what happens in phase two as they now how to decide, you know, how to allocate those dollars moving forward. Right. And uh, and like you said, I, I, I think it'll, a time will tell um, to see how that third trade uh, will eventually go over um, and, and how that'll benefit if if it will at all the team with Bowers and Santana. Um, but Phase two, uh, I could see them focusing a little bit more on either the outfield or, or relievers. I think that that's two big areas that they need to hit on. Uh, whether that'll come with another trade or wh- whether they will make a little bit of a splash in the free agent market, that is all uh, remains to be seen. Um, but I, I think those are the, the two big areas. They, like you said, have, have saved a good bit of money off of the 2019 payroll, so they do have a little bit more wiggle room. Um, that's obviously before arbitration for 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 some players, including, of course, Lindor. So um, they definitely have saved a little bit for that. But I uh, I think that I wouldn't be surprised if they do a little bit um, with the free agent market. Maybe someone like AJ Pollock or someone for the outfield um, to add a little bit more depth there, because there's there's no hiding it. Their their biggest holes are are beyond beyond the dirt and in the bullpen. Yeah, no doubt about that. And uh, it, it sounds like, it seems like, reading the tea leaves, listening to people there uh, in the front office, it, it sure seems like uh, Corey Kluber and Trevor Bauer are not going anywhere, which means I want all that time back uh, from November and early December, all the time uh, we spent talking about uh, potential trades, dreaming up potential trades, writing about them, uh, all for naught, it seems. <laughs> right. Because uh, those guys, uh, it, it appears they're staying because the Indians may have freed up enough cash elsewhere uh, to keep their great rotation intact. But uh, yeah, building around those guys is is going to be the uh, the big key uh, for the rest of the offseason moving forward. Let's talk about what they get in Jake Bowers, though, because this is a really intriguing guy. Yandy Diaz was a really intriguing guy in a lot of ways, uh, you know, the hard hit balls. And um, we were kind of all waiting for for more elevation there and, and, and you know, making more damage uh, with, with those hard hit balls. Um, but they give him up uh, to a raised team that like Yandy Diaz a lot, and they get a player back that they like a lot in Jake Bowers. And you know, he's he's natural at first base and now free, first base is open to him and Carlos Santana with the Yonder Alonso move. Uh, but he has played some outfield, so he could be an option for this club, uh, as you said, beyond the dirt. Um, I'll, I'll be curious to see, uh, you know, where what the next stage is in his development, because he came up to the big leagues last year. Very highly touted, pro- very highly touted prospect. Uh, a, a guy Rays fans are really excited about. He definitely tapered off the last couple months of the season, making that adjustment. And uh, now his sophomore year will be spent in Cleveland. Right. And it's hard. He's very, very young, obviously. Um, so it, it's it's hard to completely tell uh, whether that second half of the season, the struggles that he went through were just completely adjustments to the major leagues. It's hard to get a read on him so far. Um, he's only made a, a handful of experience, uh, appearances in the outfield. So it's really hard to get a tell for him if he, you know, can be a, a impact player in the outfield for the Indians to help maybe fill in in the corner spots. Um, throughout the season if the Indians were not to make another move to add another outfielder to this team. He only played 16 games in left last year and four games in right. And between those, uh, it's only such a small sample size to get a real feel of of how he did. 
Um, I know that he had 31 chances. Um, we were talking to some Statcast people over the week, and he had 31 chances um, in the outfield to make an uh, to make an out, and of those, he was successful in 27. Uh, so he had a pretty high rate, but uh, but again, it's just such a small sample size. So I think if he takes yeah. over first base for the most part um, with Santana uh, as the DH, um, I know Tampa Bay seem to rave about him at first base and the potential that he has in the future. So um, I think adding this young talent and possibly someone that could impact the Indians for a long time and seems to have such potential going forward, I think it could be a big benefit for the team. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they, they need that uh, accumulation of young talent as, as the roster matures and as we see this offseason, as it gets more expensive, as we're going to see uh, in the next month or so with uh, Francisco Lindor, first-time arbitration eligible, Trevor Bauer, second time. Those guys are going to command a pretty penny in arbitration. It does not get easier as uh, your young core becomes your older core. Um, it does not get easier to, to keep everybody together. And part of that, uh, this winter, meant losing Michael Brantley. And Michael Brantley has a two-year deal with the Houston Astros. And uh, boy, this was an incredible addition for the tribe way back in 2008. He was the player to be named later in the CC Sabathia trade with the Brewers. Matt Laporta was kind of the headliner of that deal. But I, I remember Mark Shapiro telling me at the time, like the player to be named uh, could be the best player in this trade. And that ended up being Michael Brantley at season's end. And uh, he went on to a, a tremendous career with the Indians and uh, just a, a tremendous professional um, brought so much to that clubhouse and to that lineup over the years. Obviously, has dealt with a lot of injuries in the last couple of years. But uh, yeah, I, I feel bad, man. You didn't get the experience of, of getting to know Michael Brantley in that Cleveland clubhouse. But obviously, uh, that's a big free agent departure right now. Right. And I even when I was an intern two years ago in Baltimore, I even got to hop in on, on the Indian side and uh, help out for a weekend. And he was even on the DL that weekend that I was there. So I really <laughs> didn't get to experience him at all. But I'm new to Indians Twitter, obviously. I, um, I'm just getting into that the last week. But what I can what I can see already is how disappointed uh, Indians fans are to be losing him. Um, we did a story last night on him signing with uh, the Astros, and the feedback that I got from there was everyone just seems to be heartbroken to be losing someone mm -hmm. like that. And I can only imagine because he's been here for so long and has spent his whole major league uh, career with the Indians. And like you said, to be able to, to start as a player, to be named later and go on to have a 295 career average for the Indians. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Impressive guy. And uh, I wish Dr. Smooth, one, one of the best nicknames in baseball, by the way, and credit to Dennis Maniloff of the plane dealer for that. I wish Dr. Smooth uh, the best with the Houston Astros and, and life moving forward. Uh, so, Mandy, uh, I do have to say, so your first uh, you know, official week on the beat was at the winter meetings, and there's there's so much that goes on at the winter meetings. But part of that is a little FaceTime with the manager. There's the manager lunch. Uh, there's a press conference with the manager. So this was your first, uh, as you said, you, you covered the Indians uh, um, you know, in a stray weekend last season. But you've had a little Tito Francona experience uh, in the past, and you got a little more of it at the winter meetings. What, what's your, what are your early impressions of, of working with uh, Terry Francona in that environment? Oh, he's, he seems really great. Um, it's, it's really cool. It's a, as a, you know, a baseball fan growing up just to be able to sit around with someone who knows the game like Terry Francona does. It's just, it's awesome to be able to sit around and, and talk. Um, especially like you said at that lunch, but, uh, he seems like a, a really great person to work with. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited that my first opportunity on the beat will be able to be with this team and to be able to be with a, a manager like him 
that not only seems like he could work well with the beats, but is also someone that you can learn from on an everyday basis just because of his knowledge of the game. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I've been covering baseball for like 15 years at this point. I still learn something from every interaction with, with Terry Francona. So a lot of respect there and uh, a lot of interesting times ahead the rest of this winter. And Mandy Bell will be all over it for Indians.com. Mandy, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.